Well, hello there, money bags. <laughs> Look at you. Welcome to the Millionaires Club. Oh, well, hello please. there. Have, have a cigar. <laughs> this, this is how Let, poor we are. Just what we think rich people sound like. Yes, <laughs> a lot of rich people do sound like this. Thanks for the money. Thank you. Sucker. <laughs> we have your bank account details now. We're di- this, this whole podcast is just a distraction so we can empty your bank account. Uh, yeah. PayPal is no pal of yours, my friend. <laughs> I think they use Stripe. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know what I mean. Hey, look, thank you for joining the very important and exclusive community of Headstuff Plus. And thank you for supporting if you did, I really hope you did. What well, I'm politics. <laughs> You're not just like a pints of malt listener jumping on our bandwagon. Uh, well, if you are, welcome. Yeah, it's fine. We don't really care too much. Hold on. I'm crack a drink. Ah. This is how we do it. That's how we do it in the in the rich boy club. Um, uh, a pint of gold. Oh, <laughs> oh Christ! So yeah, this is a bonus episode. We're going to be sticking bonus stuff up here in the feed whenever we get the chance. Um, to reward you for 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 giving us money, I guess. It's not really a reward, is it? It's a transaction. Yeah, it's a transaction, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you give us stuff, we give you stuff. That's it. So we're going to... We have no real form or function to what we're going to be doing with these bonus episodes. We're just going to try new stuff, I think, whenever we think of a harebrained idea. But yeah, if, if, you, um, if you enjoy it and you think someone you know would enjoy it too, maybe get them to sign up. Maybe, they, maybe they'd like it. Yeah. But definitely don't download it and torrent it. No, please don't do that. I mean, it'd be kind of flattering, but also fuck you. It would be very flattering. <laughs> Simultaneously. Are you drinking cider? No, I'm drinking um, a hard seltzer. Mike's hard seltzer. Uh, I couldn't do another beer. Hard seltzers are all the rage. They're all what? Hard seltzers are all the rage. Oh yeah, I think it's White Claw. There's a White Claw made it over from the States. And that's, yeah, that's the thing. But yeah, I just, I drink a lot of beer recently. I just can't do any more beer. So. That's fair enough. Yeah. But I did run out in the rain when you said cans for this recording <laughs> and I ran out in the rain to get it because there's no way I'm having my buddy Steve drink by himself no he does that normally yeah. anyway uh, I went for a walk in the rain as well did you it was awful <laughs> the, the rain jacket rain jacket accumulates all the water into my crotch so I came back with a wet willy <laughs> this is the kind of premium bonus content <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but what, what what is this bonus episode going to be, Steve? Because I think this was your idea. This was my idea. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to talk about fictional characters we think would make the best contemporary world politicians. Yes. Or, or. who we think would make the worst contemporary world politicians. Oh, I thought it was just going to be best. Oh, okay. No, we can do worst too. Okay. All right. I might have to think some up on the fly. I was kind of framing this as my in my mind as like president of the United States. Yes, yeah. because the, the election is coming up in my mind. It's like, who do I actually, actually wish was on the ballot? Yeah. But I think you can extrapolate out to, yeah, to like just, you know, yeah. high ranking politician in general. Yes. Um, Not like, you know, the mayor of Kildare County Council. This would be like, you know, big, big books, big books, decision maker time. Right. So who, do you, do you want to go first? Uh, no, you go first. Okay. I think. <laughs> fucking hell. I think. And maybe this is a bit obvious. And actually now looking at this is probably too obvious. It's almost a cliche. Gandalf. Do you know who's on my list? Who's first on my list? Is it Gandalf? Gandalf. Fuck off, really? Yeah. Okay. Legitimately. Okay, well, that's good. We can both talk about this. Um, I think he's just... Okay, he's super old. Wise as shit. 
hundreds of years old. Hundreds of years old, literally made by gods to come out to be sent to Middle Earth to try and sort shit out, which I feel yep. is very much what we need right now. Literal Deus Ex Machina shit, divine intervention. Not only that, but like whenever he burned out, they were like, "Okay, you're important enough to upgrade and send back." This is what I'm thinking. If he has like he, you know, he he goes back for second term, he comes back Gandalf the White, and he's even more powerful. Ah, he first do- term Gandalf the Grey, second term Gandalf the White. Yeah, nice. There we go. Um, or maybe it's Gandalf the Grey, and he serves two consecutive terms, and then he comes back as Gandalf the White, so he can do another. Ah, so that yeah. way we get a lot of Gandalf. We we just maximize our amount of Gandalf. But you know, he's it's it goes without saying he's super wise. He's got a smart head in the shoulders, good with a sword, great hair, great hair. Uh, he's magic, but he's not too magic, is why I'd written down. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, think about it in the movies. The most amount of magic he ever does is like shine a light at someone. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, so like, you know, like I don't just, think. I think basically what I'm saying is he could win over the conservative base, or is it the liberal the base? He'd have to need. To, uh, hang on a second. Where does he fall on the ideological spectrum? <laughs> oh, you see, this is a, he would actually. He's a bit conservative because he likes Middle Earth the way it is True. to a certain extent, but also. What he's fighting against he's, is he's desolation and conquest. He's anti-fascist. He is. He's like Winston Churchill, maybe. Maybe. But with yeah, slightly he's like against more magic. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know how magic Winston Churchill was or not. <laughs> um, but certainly. Yeah. So I, f- I feel... He smokes weed. <laughs> well, this is it. He's, he's, 420, he's 420 positive. Like he's... Yeah. He would legalize that shit all over the world. He, I don't think he has a penis. So there'd be no sex scandals. Like he's, he's not a man. What? He's not a human. Not in the cut of the movie I saw. Oh. <laughs> Why didn't I get those deleted <laughs> scenes? Which which one of the... Uh, oh yeah, Pippin, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> you fool of a took. <laughs> but to took you. <laughs> but I'm trying to think, because he's not that... Because my point was that he's like... he's ma- he, He's got magic in him, but he's not flashy about it. So that way he'd, he'd yeah. kind of win over like the moderate... He, he'd, he'd get like the moderate vote. But I don't know whether like... Is magic more important to conservatives or liberals? Like, uh, probably liberals because like conservatives are like, no, no, let's just keep things kind of the way they are. Where the magicians are like, pasha, right? Okay, like he can he could use some he'd, he'd use he'd use his magic for progressive policies. Is the convoluted thing I'm saying? Right. Okay. So, but by us opening this up to him being a politician, are we also opening it up then to our other like darker? wizard like it's saruman running an opposition um because i don't know if i want wizard battles in, what am i saying i want wizard battles in washington oh well, well it's basically a lot of old men throwing things at each other anyway so that's true <laughs> yeah i mean i don't think we necessarily have to go oh does that mean we have to consider this person's antagonist to be the other party <laughs> i don't know maybe i mean i'd be okay with gandalf running against donald trump i think he's evil enough yeah, that's true that's very true okay i think he's a strong contender he also uh, wouldn't abuse his power. Like he refuses, he refuses the ring. He refuses the ring. That's true. He's yeah. He's yeah. He's pretty uncorruptible. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd have. I think he'd assemble a good cabinet. Like literally, he built a fellowship of the ring. Like he's get, yep. good at getting people around him. Like yep. building out a strong government. But he would also listen to them and take advice. Like when he decided to go into the mount, uh, not go over the mountain, go into the mountain instead. You know mm-hmm. that bit where he asked for advice. Yeah, no, he's he, and he's fucking. He's not above sacrificing himself if need be for the you know the betterment of. The group for the whole. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, he's a pretty strong contender right now. I have number one vote. Yeah. Do you want to talk about... Maybe Optimus Prime. You you just said Optimus Prime. He'd be my, he'd be my candidate. 
Do you want? Do you want to guess who's my number two? Optimus Prime. It's literally Optimus Prime, Steve. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Steve, this is insane. Literally Gandalf, uh, Optimus Prime. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I was not expecting this to happen. Uh, but I was actually thinking it was going to happen. You bring someone, I bring someone, and then we almost need to battle them against each other to see who would win. But now we're literally both campaigning with the same people. Okay, why did you pick Optimus Prime? He for a lot of the same reasons as Gandalf, except I just there's something more noble about him. Yeah. Like Gandalf is all that, but he's also kind of like I think you make a good Labour Prime Minister. Mm-hmm. He's kind of of the people kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas there's something kind of up there with with Optimus Prime. He'd be like, you could see him kind of aloof, but in a good way, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think he would definitely win over a lot of the conservatives because there's something kind of like old school chivalry about him. Yeah, that's um, a good way to put no- it. Noble is a, is definitely an operative word for him. Uh, I'm also thinking like specifically the cartoon version of Optimus Prime. Sure. Not yeah. the craggly, spiky Michael Bay version. Yeah. Um, because that version, I don't know if you've ever like watched those movies with anything other than um, uh, horror and irony, but... I enjoyed it the first time I watched yeah. it when I was stupider. Yeah. <laughs> but Optimus Prime in those movies is a horrible, horrible, very angry man. Not man, robot. Is he? He's just horrifically, he's just... I, I can't, I'm going to look up Optimus prime quotes now because there's literally ones with like I'm going to rip your head off it's like something he's <laughs> like he's like really over the top well maybe maybe oh, this God, is look, like I'm looking at these now these are just, these aren't the silly quotes where he talks about ripping off people's heads but he is definitely a conservative freedom is the right of all sentient beings I will not stop fighting for our freedom we suffered losses but we've not lost the war sorry That's, those are just those aren't necessarily conservative things I mean to say. I think I in mean, the American conservatives context conservatives don't own freedom yeah yeah okay fine yeah but like you know, I like freedom. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I don't want to invade Iraq to demonstrate how much I like freedom, <laughs> but you know, let's just, let's not let George W. Bush slash Optimus Prime is bad guy. Maybe what happened was he started off noble and just and saying good things and not being too craggly, but after X amount of years in office, mm. started to wear on him and he started to get really kind of like, Arr. right. You know, like, oh. It's like I, I would before he'd be like, no, let me debate with you and explain to you why my idea is better than yours. But then he's, after like getting reelected and still not getting any of his policies passed, he's like, I'm going to rip your head off. <laughs> <laughs> but see, now this is the thing. I'd look at cyber, you know, like Obama, <laughs> like just like Obama. I would look at Cybertron as almost like a cautionary tale of maybe why we shouldn't, because they had to abandon the last place he he was. Was he in charge? In. Well, he was the leader of the of the Autobots. Was he like the leader of the Autobots there or was he the one that got away? No, he was leader there and he got away. So he's a coward oh. is what I'm saying. Oh, now he's here he wants to ruin our planet. Maybe we shouldn't pick him. <laughs> Although I think the main reason I picked him is because just the imagery of like a normal, um, you know, White House briefing with like a normal stage with the normal like journalists and stuff. And all of a sudden a gigantic 20 ton robot comes in. In a suit. In, in a suit with a, big, a tie. A big, a big a big truck man wearing a tie. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think his colour palette is on point, I think, for American president, but that's a bait. It's it. true. So you so could, France too, he could be president of France. Yeah. So from a branding perspective, he's number one. But from sure. a policy perspective, I think it's still Gandalf. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who's your number three? Uh, I was going to go with T'Challa, Black Panther. Okay. But then I realised and remembered I hate kings. Right. Yeah. You're did, not great with monarchies. He, he was he was happy to continue being a, an oppressive dictator monarch. Mm. So in my vision, he did have a bit of revelation at the end though that they should um, open up their resources and open up their 
their kingdom to for the benefit of more people though at the end of that movie but still in capacity as a king exactly in capacity of him choosing to do that without having a vote (laughs) i envision that suri his sister leads a democratic revolution and overthrows him well on her so she's i think in the comics she becomes the black panther yeah and i think now that um unfortunately chadwick boseman died um oh that i think that they will adopt that storyline in the movies so we'll probably end up seeing that um but you're right i think if she was to lead she would lead in a more kind of democratic way because she's all about she's quite progressive yeah she kind of like uh, shuns the the formalities of yes you know the you see that in the movie the formalities and the traditions literally flips off the 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 new king (laughs) in front of the the um queen mother and she's very technology forward mm-hmm. so all i think all these are all hallmarks of a good leader flipping people yeah. off so exactly sass sass and she's got those gun fists things. i mean if if only our leaders would wield gun fists more often they that's would get what some i've stuff been done. saying no i think sure sure he's a good bet who's your who's your number three uh tom nook tom nook yeah tom nook from animal crossing who we mentioned before on uh, what I'm keeping a saying when we were playing Animal Crossing. But Tom Nook, I think this is like, uh, Tom Nook would be everything Donald Trump said he would be in terms of like being a successful businessman and bringing that to the world of politics. I think that's what Tom Nook would actually do. You all right? Sorry, I'm distracted because it sounds like someone's drilling a hole in the wall outside, but there's like, it's happening in intervals and I realize it's Hercules snoring in the next room. Oh, like, lesson um but yeah, yeah i think uh, tom, tom nook is like the shrewd businessman yeah but also not that shrewd <laughs> what <laughs> like, are you talking about he's not all about profit and stuff he'll be like oh take this island and give me back money whenever no, you feel like he's it. fucking all about profit this th- this, is, this is the thing about tom nook he masquerades as uh-huh. the like very affable gregarious jovial raccoon dog man uh, where he's wearing a little sweater vest or a Hawaiian shirt, as it is in the new in the new game. Um, but then uh, he'd be like, "Oh, do you want to uh, you want to upgrade your tent to a house? Oh, absolutely! Just go pick a plot of land, and then yeah, we'll we'll sort that out for you." And you go do that, and he comes back and he goes, "Okay, that'll be a hundred thousand bells." And so you become indentured to him, and you have to work to pay it off. <laughs> uh, and then he'll be like, "Oh, yeah, I'm noticing that the infrastructure on the island is a little bit lacking. We could probably do it a bridge to get over the river, so we could start expanding our our." Um, our city out a little bit and he goes oh do you mind them just you know going out and building and like marking out the bridge and setting up the ordinances stuff and you do that and you come back to him and he goes okay that bridge is going to cost four hundred thousand bells and you need to pay for that <laughs> and so you just find yourself living this life on an island where on the outside it feels this is like an, an you know an idealistic lovely island life but really you're an indentured slave to tom nook all so of the money you make pick? tom pays you but then the money goes right back to tom so, God, I'm still, so, no, actually, I'm terrified now, Tom Nook. We cannot let I mean, this man run for office. There's something to be said. He might get things done. He will definitely get things done, but at what cost? Freedom. That's true. Look. That's good for conservatives anyway. We've already established that. That's true. Tom Nook, I think, will get the very strong conservative vote. Yeah. But also maybe some, maybe, because he's very cute and adorable. He's very cute. So maybe cute. he'll pull in some of the left. He is, and he's open to everybody. He doesn't have any prejudices. He's like, well, whoever wants to come here, owl man, that's as far as I played into the game. You know, you all can come here. Yeah. Goat fella. Yeah. They, yeah, they're all, they're all welcome because you know what? They all pay the same. They 
I just it's all he cares about is green. So it's the it's the bells, them bells. What, what color are bells? Uh, yellow, like goldeny. Nice. I think. Okay, keep an eye on Todd. Look, who who else you got? Uh, Woody. Woody from Toy Story. Woody from Toy Story. Ah, he's a coalition builder, and he <laughs> he learns lessons. He is a coalition builder, but he's yeah. also uh, he's at least initially not a big fan of change. Well, he learned his lesson though. That's you know? true. He he was set in his ways. He he thought he he thought he knew what was what, mm-hmm. and then when things changed really radically, he didn't react well. But you know, he learned his lesson, and then was open to changing things and allowing things to change a bit. And then after that, for the next three movies, he's always on top. He's always trying to, on top of things, working for the good of the group. Mm-hmm. As a leader, fine. You know, people have to be leaders. He's mm-hmm. he's definitely, he gets perks. He's played with the most and all that kind of stuff. He was going to go to college, but he was always more concerned with the good of his group than he was for himself. So I think he'd be good. And he's also very good at building coalitions, which That's is important. A, that is a really compelling case for Woody. Now, my... And he's a cowboy. Yeah, that's true. That, so that'll play well with the conservative base. Exactly. Oh my God, that's perfect. Now, on paper, he seems like our perfect candidate. Like he'll win over left and over the right and he'll be a good leader. My only fear is that, you know, come uh, inauguration, he goes up there in front of people and as soon as people look at him, he just turns into a floppy toy <laughs> and falls on the ground. <laughs> he lacks all so, sentience. He lacks all, like there's no life in him and he just flops to the ground. So, But as we've established, they do that by choice. Right. Because he chose to turn around and talk to Sid and scar that child for life. <laughs> but do you think he'd, he'd be willing to do that? Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, this would be like... You know, he'd be, he'd be done with playing in the fairground as he was at the end of that, mm. of, of the last movie. And he'd be like, okay, now I'm running for president. This is what this, I am the change America needs. There's a snake in my boot. There's a snake in my boot. This, There's a snake in this the- country's boot and I'm here to remove it. <laughs> <laughs> You've and got I mean, a president in me. <laughs> you see, it's all coming together. Oh. Buzz Lightyear can be head of Space Force. Oh man. You see? That's cl- that, yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh, the whole toy group. He's Bo got Peep like a whole can be secretary there. of agriculture. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Mr. Potato Heads can be. I don't know. Probably finance agriculture. Oh no, the pig will be finance because the pig is um, he's a he's a money box. He's a, he's a money guy. Um, cool. That's really compelling. Uh, my next one is Rick Grimes from Wait. what? Rick Grimes. Rick Grimes. What's he from? It's not Frank Grimes from The Simpsons. That's what you're yeah, thinking. Yeah, okay, that's what no. it was. I was like, uh. no, Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead. Oh, the sheriff who the, who becomes the reluctant leader oh. of the the group. Now, hear me out. Oh, Walking Dead yeah. is a terrible show. Yeah, it's got it like a lot of seasons for us to realize that. Yeah, it's got one good season. It's the first one, and then every other season has like f- three good episodes, and then sixteen bad episodes. But Rick Grimes. I think I would just enjoy because if you watch the show, Rick Rick Grimes goes on like a roller coaster of like leadership styles. Every fucking season, he like reads a new book on how to govern and then goes through the process of finding that out. It it seems to be, and you can kind of chart his uh, his his meltdowns and his growth through his hair. (laughs) Know if you notice that, like. He'll go, sometimes he'll be clean shaven and he'll, all, he'll be all about equity and order and like we got to pull together, blah, blah, blah. Chapter and, seven, utilitarianism. 
and then he'll just like disappear into the forest for an arc and then he his beard goes all wild and his hair's all long and curly and he comes back covered in blood and he'll just like shoot someone in whatever town or habitat they're in who's hasn't been like giving them some water hasn't he literally shouted this is not a democracy yeah well like after shooting someone in the head um, and then but like two and a half episodes later he'll be like he'll realise the error of his ways no he needs to like lead you know through through respect and he'll shave <laughs> and he'll go back but then like a bunch of zombies will, will arrive and then he'll go he'll switch like utilitarian mode and he'll just he just bounces back and forth so rapidly and I feel like there's a degree of adaptability to that man that maybe we I need during this tumultuous time. I think he's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> yeah, I maybe lu- maybe it's a lunatic that we need. Okay, well maybe like if things just don't saying, go so well, he's a leader built for the end of days. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe I there's mean, some there's some there's some learnings there. Okay. Don't know if I'll vote for him, but fine. Okay, fair. Who else you got? I've got one more uh, after this. I've got loads more. <laughs> okay. R- Rose from Titanic. <laughs> okay, why? She is of the aristocracy, but still is interested in the plight of the working people. Very good point, yeah. So she's got the connections, but she's got the heart. She's got the heart of the ocean. <laughs> is that what that thing is called? I think so, heart of the ocean. I can't remember. Something she like drops that. it and she threw it away. She didn't give a shit about it. No. Yep, she is very principled. She She chose to live a life of... Floating on a door. Squalor, I presume, rather than uh, rather than go back to her, her family and stuff. Um, yeah, she may not be so good at spatial awareness and like realizing that if she shifted her arts a little bit, she could have saved a life. Yeah. But, you know, how often is that going to come up when she's president? Oh, only like three times, if even. Only like three times, yeah. Yeah. It'd be fine. Um, um, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, just something there. Yeah, there's something there. There's something there. Like, are we talking her older version or like she's fre- literally fresh off the boat yeah fresh, fresh off, off the boat. fresh off the floating door <laughs> let's go like middle age kate winslet now okay yeah yeah oh kate kate winslet i yeah i'd vote for kate winslet alone it's true we if fictional characters like my yeah. next one bill murray bill, <laughs> bill murray the fictional character. so you're saying bill murray the actor not bill murray like the the character like not a character he played in one of his many many yeah films. i just want bill murray to be present that's pretty good should be funny. <laughs> Do you want to quickly <laughs> rattle off a few more of your own? Because I have one that I'd like to end on. Okay. Uh, I got uh, Morpheus from The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think, think I've got similar the- kind of Gandalfy vibes in terms of like a yeah, leader. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think he 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 missed the trick by like like deferring to the to the one. It would have been better if he had like, you know, taken more leadership himself. Yeah. Um I got Professor McGonagall. Oh yes. Because yeah. McGonagall far better than Dumbledore I would say oh absolutely yeah much more concerned with the plight of children did not send them into danger every fucking movie book yeah, yeah. Dumbledore is too like literally um, the line of like the good of the many outweighs the good of the few and to the point where it's almost like debilitating for, for that man um, yeah. sometimes you do need to be like for the good of the students I have been charged with caring for <laughs> sometimes that needs to be your policy Dumbledore and I think McGonagall is very much charge of the school for 67 years we have lost so many students the reason there are no wizards in the world is that they keep dying at your school yeah it's like if it's like if the fucking principal of your secondary school Steve was obsessed with like going over to Iraq and ending war like okay I get it it's good intent but for fuck's sake, <laughs> I'm, I'm 15. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done my leaving cert yet. Give yeah. me a while. Yeah. So McGonagall, I think is fucking, and she could turn into a cat and that's just nice. That's nice. Yeah. It'd yeah. be like, 
Yeah, it'd be, you know, every second press conference has a cat. Um, I want to specify Bruce Wayne, but not Batman. Okay, explain. Because like, he's just a, so, a billionaire playboy, so. No, 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 no. He's, he's well, he's a billionaire playboy, sure. But then he's also like a philanthropist and. That's true. Wants, wants to try and help society and stuff. Uh, Incredibly intelligent. Incredibly intelligent, but also, yes, a handsome playboy, you know, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. I want a bit that. Of, you, you want something to look up to when you're looking at your president, but also, yeah. you know, hopefully he get married and have a family as opposed to just being a flanderer. Um, mm-hmm. But not Batman, because Batman's a fascist. Batman is a fascist. And I think the, it, there will be some major conflicts with the justice system. Yes. Um, with Batman. Now, I do like the idea of him maintaining his, his nighttime shenanigans separately, While not as president. president. But also, and then having to like cover up the fact, like, why is the, why is the president have, you know, broken ribs and black eyes again? Spelunking. Yeah. And he has to come up with like elaborate things where he's giving a press conference and then he puts a mannequin dress up as Batman on a roof somewhere and points goes, oh, look, there's my friend Batman. <laughs> Just to try to get people off the scent. I was, I thought you were going to say, oh, but he has to be like at nighttime, he's, he's still the president, but he has to be Batman. And he just wear like a red tie over the Batsuit. <laughs> and he'd be like... Oh, it's a financial quarter five. <laughs> the economy's going into recession. <laughs> but it's okay. The agriculture budget is under this year. <laughs> Happy Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> uh, the hero we I need, be, not the hero we deserve. <laughs> I could be black, you don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, for God's sake, Batman. <laughs> Worst president we've ever had. Uh, who else you got? Uh, I got the dude from the Big Lebowski. Of course, yeah, of course. I think, I think sometimes it's it's just better to have a really mellow guy. Although in fairness, he's not that mellow would do, but like you know, he would try really hard, and yeah, he would just every so often just go fuck it and just smoke a spliff. Yeah, um, and you know what? He'd, he'd come up with a rug that would really tie the country together. <laughs> really tie that the country together, man. And then China would come over and piss on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then when you need to get shit done, when you need to get shit done, I think Regina George from Mean Girls. Oh yeah, which yeah, one was she? She's the, she, she's the main girl. The main, she's like the main mean girl. Main, main, yeah, she's uh, Amy McAdams, Rachel McAdams, Rachel McAdams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I would she's hate to live in that country, but she would get stuff done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, that's about it. I've only I, got bad ones after that. All right, I've got one good one left. Maybe we'll do a separate episode on like really bad ones. <laughs> It'd be too easy. Yeah, uh, I've got one left, and I think this. This could not only be a good leader for this situation, but also a good template for how we just handle leadership in future. And I'm thinking a giant, floating, silent magic eight ball. (laughs) (laughs) That like float, like huge. It floats above the White House or above whatever house of governance we're talking about in whatever country we're talking about. Just gigantic. Uh, maybe floats over some sort of decorative shine. I don't know. Haven't worked out the, the the finer points, but you just go up and you know ask it a question about you know bu- budgets or whatever, and then it goes <laughs> it just shakes, and it comes up. You know, ask me again later. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it a good thing? Or because maybe we need more time to think about it. <laughs> what what other things does the eight ball say? Um, the answer is unclear. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, let me look it up. What does, as I see it, yes. Ask again later. 
better not tell you now. Cannot predict now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Concentrate and ask again. Don't count on it. You don't count on it. It is certain. It okay. is decidedly so. So many of these are just really non-committal in a way that, like, I think, really speaks to like politicians we're used to. So maybe it wouldn't be that much of a difference. I was just about to say, I'm not. Apart from the fact that we have a giant levitating eight ball that we have to get a helicopter up and shake to find out what the res- official government response is. How is no, this different I'm, to me? I'm Hallmark. thinking magic. I'm thinking magic. it's almost like it, it arrives one day like a visitor from a different planet, and maybe it's sentient, but we don't really know. Like in Destiny, the video game, there's the Traveler, which is this giant, like, moon-sized orb that just lands above Earth. It just floats there. That's what I'm thinking of. But it's, you know, maybe it's a new religion that we all follow? Maybe? Why? Why are we... (laughs) Am I going to go to the Gulag now because I refuse to worship the 8-Ball? Yes, absolutely. In 8-Ball, we trust. Everybody else gets it, but I'm just like... You, you fools! It's a madhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just want to believe in something bigger than myself, and a gigantic magic eight ball is it's definitely bigger, bigger than, than myself. <laughs> Donald Trump's pretty big; he's bigger than you, but you don't want to believe in him. No, but I think that'll do it. I think that wins. <laughs> Giant magic eight ball. I'm glad we could we could reach a decision on this. So well, thanks for camp. listening. Thanks for I've your been, money. Uh, we'll banished. do it. What'd you say? I've been banished. Like, I'm not part of this now. You've, no, you've, you're not. You've gotten rid of me from your regime. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for, for uh, being a subscriber. We really, we, I know we joked a lot, but we really do appreciate it. Um, and we, we will endeavor to put out more equally uh, well thought out and planned out bonus episodes. If you have any ideas for bonus episodes you'd like to hear us talk about, maybe hit us up an email at bottom or bottompublics at gmail.com. Um, until then, in April, we trust. Concentrate and ask again. (laughs) This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.